Welcome to another episode of the Straight Fire Podcast with your host, Monique, and me, Niall Z. How's it going this evening, Monique? It's going pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm ready to talk about this episode. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I told you. I told you. I was like, huh. I can see some things playing out and kind of what, not exactly to what I uh, was uh, thinking would happen, happen, but we'll get to that in just a sec. But how was your, how was your weekend? It was pretty good. Um, you know, just hung around here, being lazy, trying to stay cool. That's <laughs> always what I'm trying to do. Even though, let's face it, in San Diego, hot is like 80. Yeah. <laughs> Still too hot for me. <laughs> <laughs> like the sun is there nope i'm staying inside so yeah that was me this weekend and just waited for the new episode yeah tell me about it and then yes. with the heat wave coming up it's like oh my gosh this, yeah. this i don't this, oh god yeah yeah i hear you what, I hear. what about you how was your weekend pretty good pretty good i had a nice steak dinner uh awesome and i just Kick back, uh, watch, uh, watch the, the um, I don't know if you got to check it out before, but the that movie Orphan, I watched the prequel to it, which was pretty good. I, I gotta admit, I yeah, it, I know which one you're talking about. I was initially skeptical on it, and then after watching it, I was like, okay, you sold me on it. I could see how this is what is uh, not entirely necessary, but I could see, like, okay. This uh, bleeds in pretty well to to Orphan. So I liked it. I, I will say I was a skeptic at first, but became a fan after watching it. And my opinion on a couple people in that movie definitely shifted as I was watching it. I'll just leave it at that. So no spoilers, but <laughs> if you're at the least bit intrigued on it, definitely check it out. Yeah, you know, I would say, yeah, I'll check it out. But come on, we both know me. <laughs> yeah. It takes uh, so. me a good long time to get to anything. The list, the list exactly. <laughs> the Monique list is fair. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. <laughs> it's extensive, yeah. All right, but well, I have seen, you know, the original one, which I thought was was not fun, I was going to say, but um, good. <laughs> 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 I, I will tell you this if once you watch it you'll definitely have a real appreciation for the the actress that's playing the lead role she's okay. pretty awesome i will say that it's like okay when at, at yeah. first i was like okay just a little kid playing that she's like a really just like a woman in a little uh, kid's body but she really like surprised me in this movie it's like okay you're pretty good i i give you your props so well, if it comes on HBO Max, I'm all over it. <laughs> that ain't happening. It's on Paramount Plus. So. Oh, okay. Well, hey, I can free trial, right? There you go. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's dive right into this. So on a, I thought another strong episode is still doing a little bit of mm-hmm. building towards like where it's eventually going to get to. On the on a scale of one to ten, I still put it at like an eight, eight point five ish. Like yeah. I like what it's doing. I'm not nitpicking it too much. Like for you to get a ten for me, it's like 
I don't want to be that type that's like nothing's a 10 because I'm not going to be one of those types. But it's just you got to like really show out like there's a couple Thrones episodes that I gave 10s like um, mm -hmm. Art Home and then the one where they went up against uh, the Night King, like not the final battle, but the battle where like John took everybody up and Danny had to save him. That's like one of my yes. favorite battle. That's one of my favorite episodes of all time. So like episodes like that, the Red Wedding, those ones wow. uh, I put at a 10. So it's not a knock on this. It's just I have a high standard to get to a 10. So 8.5 yeah, but... pretty solid. Yeah, with those episodes, I mean, the bar is pretty high. You're right about that um, That episode, you know, when they went on the other side of the wall. R.I.P. Yeah. Viserion, my boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, there were some great ones. Battle of the Bastards, amazing episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I, I'm at a solid eight for this episode. Okay. Solid eight. Yeah. I think it did a really good job, especially at the end, like those last couple of scenes at the end really like building that solid base yes uh -huh. yeah, to where yeah. this is going and that's what i've uh have been stressing with with everyone with this so far is that you gotta it's you can't just dive right into the action quite yet like i know people want oh, where's the dragon fights it's like you can't necessarily like just episode one just have dragons burning down everything it doesn't work that way because if you do that then it's like okay well what do you have left for the remaining episodes of the season you got to kind of like mm -hmm. set things up and you can see it like getting there but it's like just a little bit just like give it little teases and you'll see it eventually uh, come full force yeah yeah they can't come out dragons blazing I guess you yeah. could say in the first episode. There's no reason for it. You know, this like time period, the kingdom's at peace. You know, exactly. there's no need for the dragons to be burning down houses or whatever. Um, so, but I think we're going to see it because it's, it's heading that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could see just like the little, little uh, breadcrumbs that it's uh, putting out there that's like, okay. You could see here's a potential threat with the crabmen. You could see, like I mentioned, with Damon. Now you can see with Corliss. It's like, mm -hmm. and then just like you could even honestly, you could see it with the hand. It's like, uh, oh yeah. Like I see a scenario cool. where it's like, okay, the king ever finds out that his like his the ulterior motives that he basically sent his daughter out there to kind of like get him in that position of like okay the king is now like vulnerable let me go ahead and slick my daughter in there where she has like a, a inroad into the throne i have an heir and just like it just opens up so many possibilities i don't necessarily trust him a hundred percent so you see these things kind of like already forming themselves it's like all right you don't know what's going on, but you have an idea. It's like, okay, I, 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 I like where this is, the setup has already been happening with this so far. Yeah, Hightower, I'm sorry, that man, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Knew what he was doing, you just, you just said it yourself. He, you know, he sent his daughter in there when he knew that the king was at his most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And she gave mm -hmm. him company. She gave him empathy and just, mm -hmm. you know, 
just kindness and she won him over and she didn't exactly. want to do anything. Exactly. That's like the thing. It's like he, she, he sent her in there when he was at his lowest, essentially. And mm-hmm. all he needed was just like any type of like comfort. And it's like, bam, he's hooked. And yeah. not, not to like rag on the king, but I guess we could talk about this now. It's like, I'm kind of getting, uh, uh, we haven't seen, we obviously aren't going to see any of the Starks right now, but I'm getting like really, really strong Ned vibes from this guy. Like he's too good. This guy is too good for his own good. And he doesn't know, like the, 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 the kingdom is in peace right now, but if he really opens his eyes and sees like all the machinations that everyone is, mm-hmm. is like starting to form around him, at least from what we've seen, it's like, you got to know something's coming, man. So it's like, open your eyes, because I could so see a scenario happening where not necessarily they kill him, but it's like they they, they set this guy up uh, to, for failure. That's where I see the king going. I don't think he makes it out of this season. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I haven't read the book. And I know that the book um, is not, like, it's not based on the book. It's more of like a blueprint for the show. Mm-hmm. I haven't read it, so I don't really know where the history of it goes or, like, the history of that king goes. So it's all going to be new for me and surprising, really fun. Um, but, yeah, he is one of those, like, men that you see him, like, on the surface. He's very honorable. That's what he wants to project. Mm-hmm. Is he really or, like, is he just kind of – is he blind? Is he really not seeing it or is he just turning a blind eye to it? What kind of man is this king? I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Interesting point. I, 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 the, that's the vibe I'm getting, at least, is that when push comes to shove, is he going to be willing to be like, you know what? My brother's an asshole. I got to do what I have to do to take him out. Or uh, my, I guess, what's the, I, he's related to Corliss but through marriage, like some way. So it's like, are you going to do what you need to do to like say, okay, the family is plotting behind against me. I need to do something to make sure I'm establishing myself as a uh, strong-willed king at this point. And I know he just lost his wife. He just lost his son. But you also, you got to kind of realize it's like, hey, this is what the crown uh, needs at this point is a strong uh, a king, not somebody that's kind of like wallowing in his emotions and just like willing to like let himself be kind of manipulated and I don't think he it's not that he's like he doesn't see the manipulation at least not from the hand side of things quite yet but if he kind of digs a little deeper it's like okay why does this girl just show up all of a sudden when I was trying and when in my time of need you got to start asking those type of questions I think but maybe I'm getting ahead of myself with that. I, I think the, I think it just comes down to the kink was a lonely man. Mm-hmm. His wife just died. He was in terrible grief and there was someone that was there and that was kind. And I think he just fell in love with her. <clears throat> and I think he's probably trying to rationalize she can give me an air right away. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's not going to have to wait for this very, very, very young girl to <laughs> be prepared. 
So I can I can see him trying to like in the upcoming episode trying to reason like, well, this is why you know I went this way and yeah. uh, I don't know that that and, was surprising. <laughs> and I'm glad you said that. What I kind of segue to one of the points that I wanted to to talk with you about is that very thing. It's just the little girl was 12. It's like, um, what the heck? She's coming up saying, hey, I could be your uh, queen Donna and you won't have to bed me till 14. Like, whoa, 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 time out. <laughs> like, I did not need to hear that from like a 12 year old. I, 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 I know it throws could get out there a little bit, but it's like, that's one of those things It's like, all right. That's a child. If I, exactly. If I never a have to, child. If I never hear that line again, I'm great. I, I, I'm gold. <laughs> and it's just one of those things that you, I hate to say you get it from the standpoint of her parents because they're like, they're trying to secure themselves, but it was still very, very awkward. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, and she was obviously told what to say by her parents. Clearly, she knows what's up. I mean, she's 12. She's not dumb. (laughs) You know, I'm sure her parents were like, hey, honey, this is what we got to do. You know, we got to get that back. (laughs) (laughs) So they saw an opportunity. (laughs) They grabbed it. (laughs) But it didn't work out. You know, it, it would have been one of those, just a, a marriage of duty. And yeah. I think with Allison, it will actually be, I don't know if it'll stay that way, but like a marriage with affection. I think that, least. yeah. Like, I think at the end of the day, I think as as much as I've like ragged on the hand, and he deservedly so, I think Allison does generally have feelings for the king and the king with her. It's just the circumstances in which they've gotten together is a little shady as all. Yeah, I think any feelings that she may have towards him are more like a fatherly thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't can't I can't imagine seeing her as like being attracted. Attracted to him. Yeah. Yeah. Like Like maybe she kind of feels like warmth from him, you know. Her father seems to be the type where she's got a lot on her shoulders like so much is expected of her like she's the lady you know of house high tower she's supposed to be like the most calmly woman in westeros and just like all of this pressure and he even scolds her because she's like she's biting her nails or something like that you know so she probably has that feeling towards the king like well he's a very nice man he's very nice to me maybe he's like <laughs> uncle v you know <laughs> 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 and that's that, that's a great point actually because it's like you get that vibe that she's like oh this is somebody I could kind of confide in and talk with mm-hmm. but my dad is more like not cold but I guess uh, for the lack of a better word cold and just kind of like this is your duty uh, you have to mm-hmm. be late like and this is what will help the family moving forward it's like I'm tired of this and I can't mm-hmm. To can't confide in my best friend because she would be disgusted by this. So this is somebody I can kind of let. Uh, I can just express what's going on and da da da, and just kind of uh, be open with. And it's nice for, uh, for uh, lack of a better word. 
it's a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh it's a lot. And it's going to get messy. It's going to get so messy. And I'm here for it. I'm ready for the mess. <laughs> now, talking, speaking of messy, my guy Damon and the whole marriage to, I won't go there with it, but marriage mm -hmm. with his quote unquote second wife and yeah. his right to get the egg and just like everything that was going on there. And it's like I said, the dude is making his move where he's out in the open, at least as to what his intentions are and, and where he sees himself. And you see the kind of strife that he has with his niece. So it's like, oh, how is this whole thing going to shake out in the end? So I just want to, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, he's clearly quite mad. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> and I, I like his, his old lady, let me just say that, because she stuck up for herself. You know, he was, he was lying to try and get what she wanted, what he wanted, mm -hmm. and she didn't appreciate yeah. that. Um, so I, and I kind of see, um, like, it kind of reminded me of Game of Thrones, Rob's, Rob's wife. Um, I can't remember what her name is. I know who um, you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. You know, kind of like this strong woman who she's um, not going to be there to do her duty. She's going to speak her mind. So that kind of reminds me of that same dynamic. <clears throat> but uh, the whole thing with the egg. Yeah. That, I like that. <laughs> it made me mad like I knew them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> for whatever reason, for the fact that it was meant to be Balon's dragon egg that was going to be in his, um, you know, in his cradle with him. That was going to be his dragon that was going to ra be raised with him, basically. And right. that's, that's wrong. <laughs> that's some brass right there to, yeah. to go and try to do that. Yeah. And just, so upfront about it. Mm -mm. And it, it's like, okay. <laughs> and it's like you see, you already see, like in these first couple episodes, like, okay, if he's willing to do this, he's willing to do this, and we'll get, we'll talk about the the ending scene in a bit. But you just kind of see what his his plans are moving forward. You got to kind of wonder, it's like, all right, I, I don't know the show. I, we obviously don't know the show's plans or anything like that, but it's like, okay, how much more can this guy escalate things? Because, like, if he's willing to do this by episode two, like, it's just by episode three, is he going to get to try to attack the king on right? It's like, okay, what, where else is things going with this guy at this stage is, is my is my thought process right now. Yeah, I, I think we're probably sooner than later we're going to get some dragon fights. Oh, yeah. And it, oh, it's yeah. going to be like, you know, a brother against sister type of thing. Uh, I don't know. This, it, see, the thing with Damon, I feel like he has that little bit in him that could be still like, I want to do what's right for, you know, the family name. But it's like way down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's he's not. He's a narcissist all oh, the yeah. way. Oh, for sure. All but... the way. I don't know why but... I'm trying to see the goodness, man. No, <laughs> it's the way. I, I was, I was initially like, well, maybe he's just doing this because he feels that in his mind, he his strength might be something that 
that uh, Westeros needs as opposed to his brother, who, like you mentioned, can be not necessarily the most like forceful and like powerful king. He sees that the throne needs the kind of ruthless person that can kind of that will strike fear in everybody. That's like, hey, you wouldn't dare to plot against him. This guy's crazy. So, I get what you're saying there. Yeah, like he's not just crazy; he's a crazy warrior. Oh yeah, exactly. And that's like you don't want to have to deal with that for sure. Yeah, and I do still like feel like there was a little bit of good there, just because you know that first episode he had that like a little interaction with um, princess, little princess. I'm gonna mm-hmm. learn the names. <laughs> and he gave her a necklace, and it was it was all very sweet. And but then he went left right away. So I don't know. Could still be good in there but yeah you're right he he could very well be a good king well, could very well be I, a crazy glen <laughs> yeah. and what i would say is like the part where you're mentioning that he could still be a good king i guess we can talk about it here now uh his talk with corliss at the end of the episode where mm-hmm. corliss is like hey i'm like siding with you i was like I was expecting the king to choose my um, daughter as his next wife. He didn't. And he's just like bitter towards that. And he's talking bad about the king. And Damon is like, hey, it's like, we may be here, but you you aren't going to talk about my brother that way. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things like he has a fine line as to where he'll go. So I think that might be the one saving grace you might still see in him is that like he'll go, he'll go a certain distance, but he won't go that far. Like he still is kind of uh, where he's like, okay, family is, is still very much important to me. Like if I had a choice between the throne and my family, where where does he go at the end of all of this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. I, I have an idea. I know this is ick, but it's kind of on par with the uh, Targaryen. Why doesn't Damon <laughs> and the little princess just get married? Oh, and... God. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they're oh, not brother and sister, so they got that going for them, right? I, I guess, but it's like <laughs> niece and oh, oh like, see. Um, hello, hello, niece and uncle. Touche. Okay, my friend. And and back then, everyone was like, yay! (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's... I I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Next topic. (laughs) So, (laughs) you guys completely throw my mind off on that one. That won't be great. Success. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so... I guess we could go into like what was your favorite scene for the episode this week? Like, I know mine's like, uh, and I'm I'll just I'm not saying uh, the bridge scene, like where uh, they were coming at Damon and and that whole confrontation there. But uh, what what was your favorite scene? That was a good one, but my favorite scene it it wasn't the end scene. It was the um, the scene where the king announced his decision. It mm-hmm. was just so well acted, um, and, and the actress that um, you know that that played Rhaenyra—that's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. She she did such a, 
good job and just like her subtle like facial expressions because you know she he he looked to her she kind of like gave him that like go for it and then he said Alicent Hightower and yeah that right. was it like that moment right broke. there that reminded me of that moment when Danny's on the dragon and she just turns and she goes nah and the ah. landing is gone. You know what I mean? It was like one of those <laughs> moments. Not as dramatic, but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's one yeah, of those yeah. moments where it was like kind of pivotal, like a decision is made. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, know I don't exactly know what her what decision you. is. But, but she's she's like something clicked in her head. Yeah. She's like, okay, my dad is never gonna like truly accept mm. me as an heir and just like is never gonna like be on my uh, side. He's always gonna like. He lied to me. Just a whole exact like, host of emotions flitted across her face in that he, that second. <laughs> and he's like all for tradition and this and that, as opposed to like really. I won't say honoring his word, but uh, kind of like her expectation was I was going to be next in line but mm -hmm. seeing this it's like oh well I guess that was all crap and then the whole, whole bonding with like getting uh, where they were getting closer to one another I guess that's all out the window after that it's mm -hmm. like I know that how the game is being played I need to start to think about my future moving forward yeah their entire relationship changed in that instant oh yeah oh yeah and what's interesting to me is as much as it like turns my stomach and makes me think not to the extent of what you just mentioned, but does she like for, try to also form an alliance with her uncle or just okay. where, where does she go to like build her power game? Because sides are already being taken within uh -huh. these first, uh, first two uh, episodes that, it's like, unless they're starting to introduce a couple more characters, it's like, all right, the board is already starting to take shape. Where are you going to go from uh, from here is, is my thought. Yeah. I'm so, really interested to see what they do with um, Sir Kristen. Yeah, that I found interesting. They put a lot that, of emphasis on him. Yeah, like, it's like, okay, at the bridge, he's like, hey, I was the guy that knocked you off the horse. It's like, oh, oh. <laughs> You're just going to be that dude. So is it, is he, I'm kind of curious, is he going to be like a, a, I don't, I can't see him being a guy in power necessarily, but he might be the type that's like, okay, he obviously isn't the mountain, like nobody's that guy, but he's uh, somebody that you want to have by your side in terms of like going into battle because he clearly showed he can like, he can handle himself in a battle. So it's like, you start finding allies like that, where they're not necessarily main characters, but you start to kind of formulate, okay, let me get this person here, let me get this person mm -hmm. here, and try to, uh, be the own head of like your power, uh, your power uh, team. And then other people, I although I doubt anyone on the council would necessarily side with her, but you never know. It, it's interesting. Yeah. I, oh gosh, I don't think they would. <laughs> they they all seem pretty firm on what's best for the realm. And yeah. once she starts 
having baby boys, that's going to be the absolute best for the realm for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. And like, Mm -hmm. it, it, it was interesting when the king did pull one of his um, council aside and was like, what should I do? Like, who should I, who should I choose? He's like, hey, give your honest opinion. And they were like, hey, you should, uh, he, as weird as it sounded, he was like, choose the little girl. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I wonder, could she pull him aside? It's like, well, he is uh, like, they were of the opinion, choose and uh, choose the girl. Damon, well, Damon, he wants his own power, but mm-hmm. Corliss, choose the girl. And now you also got to think the cousin, the, uh, Corliss's wife, mm-hmm. I'm sure she's going to be happy with her husband's decision. And then we haven't even talked about it yet, this whole thing with the crab men and just like what's formulating there. Yeah, that has me curious also. Like those little bits that we're seeing. Because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I don't see, well, we haven't seen enough of them to like mm-hmm. do, dismiss them as a threat or not. But it's like, okay, they've given little hints about like, okay, these people out here are kind of like uh, doing their own thing and they could potentially be a threat. Like if they do this, then it could lead to this. Kind of like how Danny was in season in season one, where it's like, oh, she's all the way out there. She's not a threat. And Robert was like, no, kill her now before it eventually gets to become a threat. And then, lo and behold, by the end of the the, the series, you saw what it turned into. Now, I don't think yeah. there's like a long term plan like that with these guys. But at the same time, it's, it's just it's interesting. It's like, okay, you're hearing about them. You're hearing about them. What's going to happen next? Mm-hmm put out the fire before it spreads or let the trouble advance and we get um, another season. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) I see a scenario where that is uh, the case though, where uh, they, you don't necessarily extinguish the threat, but you get a Mm -hmm. taste of like what these guys are, are certainly capable of. Cause it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't think HBO is not going to let this go after one season. This I don't necessarily know if it's going to run as long as Game of Thrones, but it'll uh, run a, a couple seasons and uh-huh. start like building that up as to like, okay, this is going to be who we consider our, our threat, like our overall threat. He's here are the pieces in front of that to kind of get things going week to week. But this is a the threat in the on the back end that you got to kind of keep an eye out on moving forward. That's why I think uh-huh. are shaping them up to be. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, go ahead. You know, I got to say, this. Um, I know with the first episode, there wasn't like really uh, like an opening sequence. Mm-hmm. And in this second episode, when that song came on, and that <laughs> opening sequence started, and it was so familiar, I was like, that was the smartest thing they could have ever done, was keep the same theme. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Smartest thing they could have done. I thought for sure they were going to get their boy, Ramin, to come in and compose, like, something new and fresh and, you know, powerful sounding like he does, and nope they they went with the same theme and that was brilliant because this show had 
already like millions of built-in fans right that came over and if you're going to keep things familiar for them they're going to keep coming back and that's the the thing is like give them uh, some type of attachment to the old show mm-hmm. that kind of like they're where they're like thanks for acknowledging us because the people i've talked with this show about they're like even though the first episode is kind of like this is before they're like hey what's going on why is this uh why is this uh not have the starts and other like well it's not going to have them because this is a prequel as opposed to like a, a like a direct sequel from the from game of thrones so just to have that little bit of uh, connectivity to it that that i found great yeah we had a Stark, but I can't imagine that they would be really involved from the North in any of this. But who knows? No. no. Uh, well, I don't foresee them there being any like, like I, I, I want like I'd say any like heavy heavy involvement with the Starks because to your point, they're all up north. Like uh-huh. uh, there's no reason for them to come down, uh, 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 come down to King's Landing. It's like we ain't got nothing to do with that. We're up, <laughs> up here in the cold, living our lives. So, right, just minding their business. Now, it, now, uh, uh, tell me if you if you caught wind of this on the King said, "What would you have me do with Damon? Send him to the wall." I did like that little shout out there because mm-hmm. it acknowledges <laughs> that. The wall is there. It's like you're not. You probably aren't going to see like the wall, White Walkers, any of that stuff, like the any of the crows. But it's one of those things that I definitely did like that little callback. I I appreciate yeah. that. But yeah, they're giving you those little familiar bits. Mm-hmm. You know, just like mm-hmm. when you hear a, a name, a familiar name, where you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I feel spatial. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I, I I do I did I know we're not gonna see it, but I did kind of want a little bit of a glimpse of the wall just so we could be like, oh, this is what the wall looked like a couple hundred years before. <laughs> and who was like who was hanging? Well, none of the people that we would have known was hanging out there, but no. <laughs> just to just to see it, it would have been cool. But yeah. You know, we've said it before, like an anthology series would be really cool. Let's get, you know, another one of just the Starks. Let's get another one of just the Lannisters. Yeah. I so, so think, and that was one of the things we talked about a couple episodes ago that could really be done. Like John's uh, show that was, that we had talked about um, that's in development stages is just one thing, but like... Mm -hmm. Depending if they're up to it, you can see a scenario where, like, okay, where does Arya's travels take her? I could see a, 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 if not like a bunch of seasons, just like a, a special event, like a five season, uh, five episode, like thing where it just shows like what Arya is up to after uh, everything went down at the end. And then same can be said of. Uh, where did um, Danny's army go after what we know they went, but what, in, what became of them, or does Arya maybe run across them in their travels? Just things like that. There's so much content that is available that they could use potentially. And I think 
it it rides on like the popularity of this show. Like I see a mm-hmm. scenario where if because the show is a hit as this and to like we were talking off air, it's already been renewed for a second season, one episode in. So it's like, okay, well, we know we're getting a second season of this. So just think, if the ratings are good enough, do they see any potential? Are there any other stories that they possibly want to tell that can be added, that can be added on that they can kind of like, oh, okay, well, let's delve into the three folk. Let's delve Mm -hmm. into... uh, like we were mentioning before, the Lannisters, where just a story just focused solely on them prior, like how they came up into like the wealth and to where they were prior to like mm-hmm. the series, something like that would be interesting. So uh, it it has a bunch of avenues that it could go through for sure. I think. Yeah, like right now we're 172 years before the original show was set. Let's take another family, like let's take right. the Lannisters, you know, and a like a point in time that was really important to that family that was kind of like a make or break situation for that family. And mm-hmm. then let's do that for like the Tyrells of Highgarden. And let's do that for another family, you know? That'd be great. I'd like to just keep it going. I, there's so much stuff in my head. <laughs> What's George's email? Does <laughs> <laughs> oh, he like- need a ghostwriter? <laughs> and like we were saying with George, the fact that he thought that uh, Thrones could get 10 seasons out of it so that's essentially he was thinking what maybe 20 more episodes out of the original series mm-hmm. you could easily just package those into like epilogues like we were mentioning mm-hmm. instead and I really think that would be a good thing that it, that they could uh, uh, could build off of now whether the same actors are willing to come back for that that's a different story altogether or do they want to go the route of the prequels because I think that's actually a really good idea the prequels like there's so much untapped potential you can do it with that that it would be awesome to to see those stories yeah you could really just dive into those histories and just create just this whole big old world and story Mm -hmm. yep for sure all right so just kind of wrapping up, did you see uh, any of the of the preview of the next episode kind of getting the glimpses of like a, a, where they're like, dragon! So we're getting dragons yeah. for the next episode. So do you think we're getting a lot of dragons? It has the look of a potential a nice size battle could be taking place. So what's your thoughts on that? I don't know. These these previews feel kind of generic to me still because I don't know if some of the stuff that we saw is going to be in the next episode or is it going to be like That's a couple true. episodes ahead. Down the- <laughs> it could be kind of like a teaser. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. we're teasing dragons the next episode. Get a bunch of people to watch and then everybody's like, where's uh-huh. the dragon? Like, yeah, and maybe this- like drop an official trailer maybe a couple days before. And not only that, but you saw that not only it was a, a clearly a time skip because you saw not only the, the king had been married to Allison, but you saw like a baby, a baby boy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh. Yeah, so how okay. far ahead, like how many episodes was that ahead? Right. So we never know. Because if they jump with just like right away where it's like, oh, next episode is a baby, that's like a whole, at least a year or so has happened uh, mm-hmm. has 
taken place since since then. So, yeah, like how are they going to do it? Are they going to ease into it? Like, are we going to see a wedding and then like their marriage or? you know are they going to go from one episode they're young to the next episode okay they're, yeah. they've been married for a year already that's going to be interesting yeah. to see how they they do that yeah i i can't wait because and i, I don't want to ramble on too much longer but i did i do kind of want to talk about that it's like okay you got to figure that you can't just have it's like well the last the episode before oh i announced my intentions to marry allison Next episode of Baby Jam. It's like, okay, well, obviously there wasn't just peace and everything going on there. You got to mm-hmm. tell, you got to kind of have some type of filler. So it's like, what, right? what took place in between that time? Not everybody, obviously, just based on the announcement that he was marrying her, is happy, as we, we said before. So it's like, how did that all play out? Yeah, I'm sure there's some sort of conflict somewhere from the announcement to, you know, when we see that little white haired baby, something yeah. had to have like gone down in between there. And I hope we get to see it. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Monique, it was great talking once again. I am so excited for the next episode. I just got so many theories that I don't want to be, like I said, Charlie on the whiteboard. It's like the whiteboard is starting to get a little <laughs> bit clearer, but there's still many things up where I was like, okay, I could point to this, I could point to this, I could point to this. So, but it's still the Niles whiteboard is still up in Mm -hmm. my mind right now. So I'm excited. (laughs) We could do this for hours, you and I. For sure, for sure. We can. So I do appreciate you joining me here this evening and everyone, I, uh, we will be back with another episode next week. We're talking more Thrones talk and just like, can't wait. I uh, appreciate you guys joining us here this evening. Have a great night. Take care.